now elevating hooked on songs with roots and tongues and What's up, everybody? Welcome to our 50th episode of Hooked on Sonics. What a momentous occasion. Uh, I am one of your two hosts, Bruce, and over there is the Toad Capone. Um, and I cannot think of a bigger star to uh, kick this thing off and than Dolly Parton. And we are going to be reviewing her uh, mega album, Rockstar. Um, 30 total tracks and nine originals and 21 covers. So um, getting a little bit of drink news and that's it. We're going to, we're going to dedicate this episode to really going in deep on each of these songs. So uh, Tone, how are you? Good evening. Good evening. I am good this evening as always. Um, yeah, man, we're going to go over this uh, really monumental release from dolly parton a rock star album uh like you said 30 tracks uh 21 covers uh nine originals uh this is definitely a very interesting album i'm excited to go over it with the uh 10 people that we've got out there watching and um we're up to 10 how about that i, th I think there's 10 i think there's 10 i may have miscounted we still might be at eight and a half um <laughs> We have a midget out there as a listener. I like it. Well, we don't call them that. We call them oh. little people. Man, I'd much rather call be called a midget. I don't know about all that. Anyways. Vertically with be, challenged. With that being said, um, yeah, this is going to be a great album. Uh, one thing I would like to state before we get into this is, uh, you know, this may not be your, your type of album, but I, I really feel like there's something on this album for everybody. Um uh, if you're an avid music listener, um, there may be something on here for you. You may want to check this out. Uh, I know that um, I didn't know what to expect going into this album, but I, I was pleasantly surprised with some of the stuff that came off of this. Uh, some of the collaborations were really nice. Once again, Bruce and I, will, you know, we've talked earlier about how some of these songs are going to be sacred to some people and they're not going to be received well. You're going to hear about some of that from us. But other than that, man, uh, just, uh, this is a good album. This is gonna be this is gonna be a good album review, man. I really mm -hmm. think this is gonna be a really really good album review. And uh, if you like what you see here, please hit that uh, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what your favorite tracks are off the album, uh, and we we'll look forward to uh, hearing you guys, uh, your guys' takes on any of these tracks. But thank you and uh, stay tuned because we're bringing it to you, Bruce. Do you uh, you seem to have a um, before we get down to the meat and potatoes of this. Mm -hmm. You seem to have a uh, the album, the uh, collector's album for this. You want to show that off real quick and so what, show what comes with the uh, the vinyl? Yeah, absolutely. So I got the 4LP uh, version, uh, purple vinyl. Um, there were multiple covers of this album. A um, couple different releases. See, uh, Cracker Barrel has a two-CD release of it. Um, and I've got one of the alternative covers. This right here, Rockstar, very well put together, real slick. Um, don't know if you can see the real detail in that. They put a lot of effort in the embossing and just general sturdiness of this. Uh, 
inside you will see a really cool uh, lyric book with tons of pictures of all the different uh, outtakes of each cover. Um, I'm going to turn around here. Yeah, lots of lots of different pictures. Um, all the lyrics, all the shout outs. Um, yeah, really cool stuff here. Nice. Um, yeah, each each of the album sleeves um, is a picture of Dolly. And then on the back, show the vinyl here. Beautiful purple. It looks blue, but I swear it's purple. Album two. Really cool there. And for 77, it's a lot of a lot of work to be that to be that good. Right there. Yeah, so really cool, really cool presentation on this. They did not chintz out at all. Um, that phenomenal art direction on this. Nice, nice. Yeah, cool, cool. What are you drinking this week, man? Well, sir, I have busted out an old favorite, uh, Bird Dog's Peanut Butter Whiskey, and I have mixed that with most people would be like, what? Uh, A&W Root Beer. Oh. Tastes, tastes really good. Really? Mm-hmm. How many of those are you going to put back? As many as it takes to get through this album. We've got 30 tracks, two and a half hours. Let's do it. <laughs> I may be incoherent at the end of everything, but. Understandable, understandable. Uh -huh. Me, in the spirit of our season of losing the pounds, Tone is doing the hazy, alcohol-free, mm -hmm. uh, brew dog. Um, what do you give that? What do you give that bird dog whiskey, man? I'm going to give it a, uh, give me a 3.8. You know what? You're pretty close to what I got on this. It's about a four. I like these, man. Um, they taste really good. And, you know, with only 20 calories, 2.8 carbs. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a, this is a nice alternative when you're trying to avoid the alcohol and getting drunk or, you know, just, you want to, you want the taste of a beer without all the other BS that comes with it. Yep. So. Very cool. Brew dog makes some good stuff for sure. And you know what they do? Um, mm -hmm. And they're, if you haven't tried their alcohol free stuff, man, I don't think you can get it down there. Can you? No, man, you gotta, you gotta pick some up and take it back with you. Some of this alcohol free stuff, dude, take a couple cases back home and they'll come in handy, man. They will okay. come in handy. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, listen, now that we've both wetted our whistles, are we ready to get into this Megasaurus of an album? Let's do it. All right. Uh, Dolly Parton's Rockstar released November 17th of last year, 2023. Um, like we said earlier, 30 tracks, nine originals, 21 covers, with a myriad of guests. And then we're going to go through each guest as we go through each uh, track there. Uh, let's see. First up, we have the um, 
title track, uh, Rockstar, uh, featuring uh, Richie Sambora on guitars. Uh, Tony, you you started off. What did you think? You know what? I'll tell you what. I gave this a um, an A. I thought it was a great opener. I liked it. Um, you know, my only complaint uh, would be, you know, the the what seemed like the forced intro work on the on the song. You know, the the little scene. You know, yeah. I'm gonna be a rock star. You know, so yeah. But other than that, given the song on its own merit, as far as an opener goes, I think it's a great opener. Kind of introduces what you're going to get your yourself into and on the album. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad that she started off with one of her originals. Um, Richie Sambora's guitar work in this was really good. Everything you could expect out of Richie. I'm with you. The the little, you know, day or the little, you know, going back in the Wayback Machine and uh, Dolly as a kid and her parents telling her, you know, quit listening to that rock and roll and all that shit. Not needed. It was dumb. Um, sounded goofy. Um, and it kind of it kind of hindered the song for me. Uh, the actual song is fantastic, but that intro was not good. I gave I gave this song a B just because of the intro. Yeah, I gave it an A. Uh, I didn't ding it too bad for the intro. I figured it's to be expected because she's introducing herself, you know, into this. this she set the scene. You know what I mean? Yep. That's basically what that, what that was all about. So, yep. All right, moving on. All right. Uh, second, um, second track is the first single, uh, "World on Fire." Um, great lyrical content here. Very poignant, especially with what's going on in this world today. Um, and it's all about coming together. Like, look, we're all gonna fucking fall if we don't get our shit together. Yeah. Um, really, really great, really great put together song. Um, I ended up giving this song an A. Um, again, lyrical content, very poignant. Uh, just production value, fantastic. Yeah. I ended up giving it an A and, and marked it as a, a, um, a standout track on the album. This is one of my favorite tracks on the album. I just think the message was really, really good. Mm-hmm. I think the way that, you know, she really put it out there and, um, her vocal work on here really did sound really, really good. And, and, and for it being original, I mean, this woman going out and doing an original at 77 years old, you said, yep. I mean, she's just, man, that's just, God, man, that's, it's a good track. It's It's a great track to be honest with you. Um, and I think it's a great track that they did. They used for a single. If you said they, they single that, um, uh, yeah. Standout track for me, man. So, yep, absolutely. All right. Next up, we have every breath you take with sting. What'd you think? I listened to this track once before and I thought it was good. And then I listened to it a second time and um, that don't get to happen often because I, you know, I was kind of scanning through this album earlier, you know, earlier when it dropped, but I didn't really kind of go through it, go through it. And um, this one became a standout track for me, man. I give it a name, man. I just, yeah. I, I, I dig, I dug it. Uh, I do not think Sting's vo- vocals were needed on the track. I think she carried the track very well on her own, but I really do like that Sting came in and just kind of complimented her vocal work really well. He didn't need to, you know, I felt there were oftentimes throughout the album, there were other artists that tried to really go, well, this is my song and 
you know, Dolly ain't going to outshine me, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, did you ever get any feeling on any of that stuff on the album? Um, as we go through it, let me, let me think about it. Yeah. No, nothing's coming off the top of my I'm head. Not, I'm not I'm saying there, I'm, not, head. I'm not saying there was a ton of it, man, but like, I don't know, dude, it's just, I, th I thought this was a good track of all the cover stuff, man. This was one of my favorite of the covers, man, because sting really kind of just laid back in the cut and let her do her thing. Okay. Um, I gave it a B. Um, it's not one of my favorite songs anyway. Um, it was, they did really good. Um, sting wasn't needed in my opinion. He didn't really add much to it. You know, background or you know the the uh, harmonies and stuff he did okay he did good on them but wasn't needed but i get it it's a b it's not terrible at all okay all right next up we have open arms with steve perry from journey once again we get into the topic of discussion of sacred songs this is a sacred song for me i am a journey fan we know that you are not a journey fan no. uh, with this being said um i was not with this um i think uh the off timing and the way they brought in steve perry on vocals was not a lot of uh not what i was looking for man yeah not what i was looking for and uh i've waited a long time to hear that man sing those the, those words ever again you know yep um but it's uh it sounds good don't get me wrong some people are going to like it. Some people who hold it, you know, oh man, that's just that even just this little change is too much. Yeah. Um, but I gave it a B. Yep. Uh, I gave it an A. Um, the only ding I would kind of give, give to it is, um, uh, was it middle or almost to the end of the, of the song where they're kind of going back and forth, uh, like a, like an echo, it sounded off. It did. It didn't add anything. It wasn't good. I like. I like the age that's in uh, Steve Perry's voice. Um, I think they really did a great job. And um, Dolly's about the only one that can make me actually like a Journey song. She did a great job on it. Um, they both did. Just that little back and forth stuff towards the end. I didn't like. Uh, but I still ended up giving it an A. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. What is next? We've got Magic Man, the Carl version with uh, Ann Wilson, lead singer from Heart. What you think? I gave her a name, man. Mm -hmm. I dug it. Uh, I dug it. I, I I really, really did dig it. And when uh, they started harmonizing in the end of this song, her and Ann Wilson, mm -hmm. uh, I was all about it, man. Uh I gave it a name. I, I'm not going to tell you it's a standout track, but I gave it a name, man. It was a definitely a solid, solid, solid effort, man. It was it was a good track. Yeah, um, I definitely gave it a uh, a. Um, it was a standout track uh, for me, and I, again, them two paired together was just top notch. No, I mean, just a wonderful song. I love, I love the you know how they made it to where it was the mom story and the daughter story. Um, just great song. A for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
let's see. Next, we have Long As I Can See the Light with John Fogarty. Absolute standout track on this album. Yeah. Him and her vocalizing was a match made in heaven. This is a killer track. I would love to see her do other shit. And, uh, you know, some of that would be, I would love to hear her attempt at a uh, bad moon rising mm-hmm. and, um, who will stop the rain mm-hmm. Yeah, with Fogarty, man. I think that'd be, uh, I think I'd, I'd love to hear the attempt at that man. And no, I wonder, and I wonder when they picked out these songs for her album, if they said, you know, which one would you like to do? Or these ones that she picked or ones the artist said, well, this is one I'll do with you. Yeah. Yeah. I you would know? love to be a fly on the wall as those, you know, negotiations were going on. So, yeah. Yeah. But again, I don't think I've ever actually heard the, uh, credence version of this. So is this was, this was a really great surprise. Uh, A plus and standout track top three top three track maybe on this. Yeah, easily. Yep. Uh, next up we have uh, either or either or with Kid Rock. Um, this is an original. Um, Tony, go ahead. I gave it an A. I dug it. I, I found it to be kind of groovy and I found my, you know, self just kind of nodding my head to it and having a good time with it. And I was just like, you know what? Yeah. Fuck it. It's cool. Pretty cool little tune. Mm-hmm. So I gave it a name and anything that gets me, you know, kind of moving and going, hey, yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I can feel that groove. Yep. Uh, I gave it a C plus. If this was anyone else singing this, I would really liked it a lot better. The, the story in the song didn't fit these two. It's not believable to me that Dolly Parton and Kid Rock's together. It, but for me, I have to have that. It didn't make it didn't mesh. Um, but if anyone else was singing this song, or even if they sang a different song together, I probably you know I would have liked it. I like Kid Rock um, a lot. It just it this was a no go for me, really. So C plus, but it was a groovy song. I just didn't like them singing it. Okay. Okay. Next up, we have "I Want You Back," another original um, that Dolly wrote with Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. I gave it a B, man. Mm. I just was not on, uh, not you know this this could be a skippable track for me. Interesting. You know, just because it's just it it didn't really stand out to me. wasn't uh wasn't nothing against them two or how they worked well, well together or whatever. It just mm-hmm. it just wasn't a standout track for me. It wasn't really anything I thought was. Hey, I want to hear that again. You know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not going to dog it and give it a C or a D. I'm not going to tell you it's a bad track, but it's just it it, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I gave it an A. Um, I think them two together was really nice. It was a good song, is a good old fashioned cheat and revenge song. Um, who doesn't love those? Um, especially if you've been cheated on or got some revenge. Uh, yeah, I really like this song. Um, and it's good to hear Steven Tyler still got it. Good. good. Yeah, I liked it. All right, next up. What? Next who? up. Huh? What? Huh? What? 
All right. <laughs> are you here? 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 No, you're going to go here. Are you Thank you, Bobby Boucher. Uh -uh. <laughs> uh, what has rock and roll ever done for you uh, with Stevie Nicks? Uh, what has it done? Everything. I gave it a name, man. I, I dig I dig the track. I dig uh the way they worked together on this one. Um and I and I'm always gonna be a Stevie Nicks fan, man. Just my older sister and my mom or my stepmom were like huge Stevie Nicks fans. And I'm gonna tell you, man, I I, I dug it. I dug it. Cool. Uh not so much for me. I think I've I've listened to the original. Uh, it was uh one of Stevie Nicks' solo stuff back in the mid '80s, where you know that cocaine was running high. This is not a good song. Um, they sound good together. Um, they they put a lot of lipstick on this pig. They made the song listenable as compared to the original. But you do know uh, why they use this song, right? I don't. So it fits the theme. I guess rock, I would rock, rock star. What yeah. has rock and roll ever done for you? I get it. I just terrible song. I would have loved to hear them sing something Fleetwood Mac, like fucking Silver Springs or something. Not that it was bad. Uh, I gave this a. Shit, I gave it a C minus. Gave it a C minus. I thought I gave it a D, but no, it's a C minus. Um, I like the banner between them. I like the, you know, I, I like their voices together. It's just not a good song. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. All right. Number 10. Number 10, we have Purple Rain. Uh, no special guests on this that I know of. Um, and Boy, didn't need it. Uh, hey, she slayed the track, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna give that an A plus. It's not a standout standout track for me, but the reason why it gets the plus is because we talked about this off air. This album could be broken up in three different volumes mm -hmm. and consumed in ten tracks apiece. This ending, the first volume, would have been the stamp on volume one mm -hmm. because it was that good. So that's just my opinion. Mm -hmm. No, I completely agree with you. Uh, production on this was out of the, out of this world. Um, orchestration, the just every little nuance was there. Um, this is one of those sacred songs that, like, if you fuck it up, you're going to hear about it. And uh, she she gave it. She gave it its proper respect and did a phenomenal job with it. I think so too. Yep. Yep. All right. Starting track 11, we have Baby I Love Your Way with Peter Frampton. Go ahead. Gave this a B, man. Just, mm. just the way that the timing fell off when these guys were kind of going back and forth on this, yeah. it did not mesh together well for me. I had high hopes for this when I saw it on the album, and it just did not meet those expectations. Um, 
nothing against them personally and what they did vocally, man. It just the what the 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 back and forth thing didn't seem to go over well. And I and I and I didn't I didn't care for it, man. It's I gave it a B. I could easily give this a C, but the 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 effort was there. Mm-hmm. Um it's just it, it missed the mark, man, and that's why I give it a B. Yeah. Um, I actually gave it an A. Um, to your point, the the timing was a little off when Peter was coming in. Did a great job as far as you know harmonies and things like that. Um, but again, that little back and forth, that repeating shit didn't work. It yeah. just didn't work and it wasn't needed. Um, his guitar playing was still great. It's great to hear him uh, do that. Um, I didn't ding it as bad as you did. Like I said, I think I gave it a one on. I lost my track. Gave I gave a. it an A. I gave it an A. It could have been a B, but I, I, I'm sticking with the A, um, because it didn't irritate me. It didn't irritate me as much as some other stuff. So okay, all right. Now talk about something that irritated the shit out of me. I hate myself for loving you with Joan Jett. I gave this a B. The 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 intro piece not needed. I you and I discussed that. It that, it, that whole, it. it just that whole intro piece was not needed. Um they worked together very well on the track. I don't think the track in itself was was horrible, but man, the length and the discussion of that intro piece was just it felt so unorganic. Yeah. Oh, very forced, very. Ugh. And hi, Joan. I, 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 I didn't dig it, dude. No, I didn't dig it. No. And you know, the, the you don't you hate it when you hate yourself? It's like, oh God, are we listening to Doctor Phil? Get out of here. And then during the chorus, where you know Joan Jett is singing the chorus, and Dolly comes in with. Yeah, I hate myself. I hate... So, she she absolutely screwed the pooch on this thing. Uh, for me, I gave it a D. It was an absolute D. Again, yeah. Joan Jed didn't do. Dolly actually ruined this song. This performance was bad. Okay. okay. For me. All right, coming up next, making some night moves. I. Gave this a standout track, dude. Mm. I love Chris Stapleton. I I really want to do a deep dive on this guy. I think the guy really fucking sings from the heart. Uh, the guy is a, a phenomenal singer. Uh, and the way they work together on this one, I, I dug it, dude. Um, I'm a little stunned that Bob Seger d- didn't want to do a track with her or however that yeah. panned out. That, that kind of weirds me out. But Chris Stapleton, eh, I, I dig it. You know what I mean? Yeah, so. I, w- I would have loved Bob on this or them singing something else together. Um, like maybe uh, her and Bob singing um, Turn the Page. Uh. Maybe. I like it. Anyway, uh, the I gave this thing a C plus. I needed more Chris Stapleton in this. Dolly did a great performance she did a great job on her part but 
Chris Stapleton was very underutilized in this. And uh, I think it need, it could have used some more of him. So that was a really big letdown for me. C, C plus. Okay. That's the way it is. Okay, here we go. Wrecking Ball with Miley Cyrus. Dude. Uh, dude, you brought dude. this up to me a while back, and I will tell you, hands down, this is probably one of the top, if not the best track on the album. Um, I mean, it's definitely in the top three, top five. Uh, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal track. They did so well on this together. And uh, I'm not a Miley Cyrus fan. Uh, do I look like a Miley Cyrus fan? I'm not. A little bit. My kid, my kids grew up watching Hannah Montana and all that good stuff, and I'm familiar with who the who Miley Cyrus is. So, but at the end of the day, man, this is a phenomenal, phenomenal track. Why this is not a single and out there on the airwaves is beyond me. This absolutely should be an absolute number one radio hit all over again. Yeah. Huge, huge miss there um, on Dolly's promo team. This this absolutely should have been, if not the first single, the second single for sure. Yeah. Absolute phenomenal song. A-plus all day long. Um, and probably my favorite track on this album. Yeah, it's a phenomenal yep. track. Yep. All right, coming up, we've got Satisfaction with Pink and Brandy Carlisle. Love the woman choice on this album. Uh, love all these females on this mm -hmm. album. Uh, absolutely love it. Uh, however, I don't think this is the right Dolly Parton track, man, for the Stones. And I didn't really care for it as much as some of the other stuff on the album. Once again, this gets dinged with a B, man. So I'll ding it. I'll ding it one worse. I'll give it a C. You know what was missing on here? Keith Richards. That guitar work, that riff was so neutered. The the it was awful. Like the vocals were there, but neutered, neutered that riff. Maybe, maybe that's something that I I didn't pick up on, but it kind of turned me off for the song. Maybe that's yeah. that's what it is, man. Well, think about it. Okay, so the riff goes. This riff on this song was See, there's not, there's not a, there's not a flare to it. Just right. Huge, huge letdown. Huge letdown. Because Pink and Brandy Carlisle both phenomenal voices, um, and just what a waste. What a waste. Yeah. But it was good to hear all three of them together. That was cool. I wouldn't disagree with you there. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't disagree with you, but I'm telling you, it just was just not the, to me, it's, it, it's, it would get a skip. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, let's see. Next up, we have keep on loving you with Kevin Cronin. Now forgive me. Cause I'm, I'm running a blank. Who who originally did this? Who was Kevin Cronin with? Was that Are You a Speedwagon? Good job. Good okay, job. thank you. <laughs> uh yes, good song. I gave yeah. it an A. I gave, I gave it, it a, a B. 
I gave it an A. It was it was a it was a solid 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 uh, attempt at it. Uh, not not quite a standout track, but a solid, definitely yeah. A solid. Yeah, I wouldn't skip it, but it's 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 not one of my favorites. Okay. Well, yeah, it was fine. Uh, Heart of Glass with uh, with Blondie, Debbie Harry. Dude, I gave this an A, and part of me is sitting here saying, going back to my memory bank of the album, part of me is saying this, this is almost a standout track. Mm. Because it worked. Like, I don't know how, but it worked. Did, let me ask you this. Did you have a hard time uh, differentiating from their two voices? At points. Yeah, I did too. At points, and I was just like... Wow. Yeah. Wow. At points. Uh so yeah, dude, that's that's why I kind of want to give it like a standout track because like it was it was good. It yeah. was a it was a really good track, dude. Yeah, very natural. It sound it felt like a natural song for Dolly. Yeah. And it stuck very close to the original. Very, 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 very. So yeah, I, I'm with you. I gave it an A as well. Um yeah, and, and, just, and could and could quite possibly be a standout track because of what it did mesh together so well. Interesting. I don't know if I would put it as a standout track, but it was really good, dude. I, here, really here's good. here's the thing: for knowing what that song is and listening to it for decades, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's just let's just call it what it is. They did. Oh yeah, yep. Really good job. Really good job, dude. That 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 could that could hit the airwaves, and I would have been fooled. Like, oh, is this some, is this, is this some different version? Cause like one of the things I can tell you, do you remember when Justin Timberlake's album dropped? Yeah. I was working in Pizza Hut or Papa John's at the time. And I swore, I was like, is this a new Michael Jackson album? Mm. Do you, do you, do, do you remember those kind of references? With yeah, that yeah, album? yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's just like, whoa, like anyways, but no man, uh, Heart of Glass pretty pretty going back to my memory banks man i was really super impressed with that track dude so yeah no i really liked it uh let's see next up uh don't let the sun go down on me with elton john Uh, i gave it an a but i want to say Elton's vocals seemed very Rough. off. Mm-hmm. Very off, man. Um and I and, and and I'm asking myself, you know, just going back, is it because of his age? Because he's obviously up there, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. But and we know that he's retiring. It's 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 a it's a done deal for him. Um yeah, man, they, 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 I, I didn't quite recognize his voice, man. It kind of threw me off. Yeah. But I still um, gave it, an, I mean, if that's where his voice is at, as, as, as old as he may be, mm-hmm. nothing but respect. Yeah. Um, they definitely produced this like an epic. It is a, it is an epic song. It is, it is a beautiful song. Um, I dinged it a little bit because of Elton's vocals. Um, I gave it a B. Um, it wasn't needed. 
He really wasn't needed. Again, if they would have said, okay, special guest Elton John and playing piano. Great. But I, I think he did a disservice to the song. Um, and again, it I'm not you know saying it in a in a bad way. It's just that's where he's at right now. And you know, it's just it wasn't great, but I really, I really liked uh Dolly's vocals on it and I liked the production on it. Just yeah. That's where I'm at with that. John? Not bad. Not uh, bad. Okay. Right. Um, yes, sir. We've got another original. Um, tried to rock and roll me with Melissa Etheridge. Loved it. Yeah. Love this track. I think they worked very well together. Yeah. Absolutely phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal together. Uh, yep. This this got an A. Could be a standout track. Uh, the phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal track. I want I want Kate to hear this song. Yeah. I, th I think she'd really like this song. Yep. I think Kate's going to like this album. I'm going to pick it up for her. You should. Yeah. You should. Uh, I'm a big Melissa Etheridge fan. Um, I don't like everything that she does, but man, that uh, Yes I Am album from what, 92, 93 or whatever. Fantastic. Well, she, hey, and dude, this... She she gets down dude yeah dude she, she gets down and she could still sing she could still fucking get it um what a great song uh i gave it an a as well yeah and a good it's a good written song and i don't think dolly gets enough uh credit as a songwriter yeah. from mainstream country people know it they've known it for years but you know, mainstream, they don't realize how good of a songwriter she is. Yeah. Yep. Let's see. Next, we've got Stairway to Heaven with Lizzo. And apparently her flute has to have its own special de designation as well. Sasha flute. Go ahead. Once again, <laughs> once again, mm -hmm. one of those songs that are sacred. Mm -hmm. Dolly's vocals were pretty good on this. Mm -hmm. As far as everything else, I wasn't so happy with. I dinged this thing and gave it a B. Mm. Could have been a C. Mm. Could have been a C. What? What was? What was missing for you? Jimmy Page. Mm. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. I get it. The flute the flute was nice, but it's not now fucking listen, Jimmy I'm, Page. Listen, I'm not knocking the flute. Please oh, understand. I'm not knocking the flute. I'm not knocking the flute. At all. You afraid Sasha's gonna come after you? I give two shits. <laughs> I'm not knocking the flute. I just think the guitar playing could have been so much more. Mm -hmm. um, and let's get, I'm not going to ding Lizzo. I'm not going to ding, ding Dolly. They did their parts. They did their job. It's just, it's, it's one of those sacred songs, dude. You just, yeah. you just and, and there's a reason why you can't play. That's it's the forbidden riff. 
Mm-hmm. guitar center and shit dude don't yeah. ever walk into a guitar center and play that riff you'll get your ass thrown right out dude never never be invited back dude you know don't yeah. do it don't do it dude don't do it don't do it Tell <laughs> Look, me your, your wheels your wheels are already spinning mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. don't do uh it. i gave stare i gave this version i gave it an a um i will say um jimmy page is definitely missed on this and she's actually got a better version of this. She did a bluegrass album. Shit, it's probably been 10, 15 years ago now called Halos and Horns. And she did a much better version of Stairway uh, on that album. Much better version. Um, there was something missing on this. There, I just couldn't, I couldn't really figure it out until you said it. Yeah, Jimmy. Needed Jimmy. So, but I still gave it an A. She did really good, but there was something missing. Yep, I'll give you that. Uh, next up, we are the champions with a little bit of We Will Rock You. Go ahead. This is a B. It could have yeah. been a C. The attempt was very good, and that's why I'm giving it the B. I don't like how they did this. I would have really liked to have heard her sing because I was really into the We Are the Champions part, and then it got into the into the fucking um we will we rock, rock you bit and i'm just like i wanted to hear her go johnny you know if i make mm-hmm. a big noise make it and, it and it take on the west i was just I was, I was i was waiting for it dude yeah like come on come on dolly get in there and get it dude yeah and it, and it didn't happen and it's just like yeah my my take <sighs> is if you're gonna if you're gonna list that out as a separate piece of we will rock you you should do more than just we will rock you yeah um I like how they flipped it. I liked how they kind of, you know, because normally We Will Rock You starts and then um, um, We Are the Champions is at the end. I like the little switch up there. Um, I just, I wish there was more of We Will Rock You. Yeah. Yeah. Little missed opportunity there. Definitely, I'm with you. Give it a B. I gave it a B. Mm -hmm. All right. Coming up. We've got another original bygones with Rob Halford. Oh, come on. Are you forgetting what? anybody else on the track? I didn't remember. Go ahead. Are you serious? I, I really dude? don't remember. I am going to reach through this screen and smack the shit out of you. <laughs> John five and Nikki six. Really? Okay. Rob Halford, John five and Nikki six are on this track from what I read. So let me tell you something, man. This is my favorite track on the whole album. Really? This this and the John Fogarty track or hmm. like this John I'll tell you what top three so far John Fogarty tune uh, mm-hmm. long as I can see the light uh, bygones and uh, wrecking ball nice those are those are where I rank yep. number three sure so far should. yeah some bitch yeah John five is on there my bad yeah. Huh. Dude, and uh, and I knew that Rob Halford had did a track with her, and I knew that he was excited about doing the track with her. I read an article on her or some shit, dude. And I'm telling you, man, I was looking for of all the tracks I was looking forward to, that one did not disappoint, man. That one was that's a great fucking track, dude. Why yeah. is that? Why is that not a single? Yeah, um, I think it was. Now I'm thinking about it. I think it was like the third single. Oh man, that's a great track, dude. Yeah. Um, 
I enjoyed it. I'm not a huge Rob Halford fan, but it was a it was a good song. It was a good song. I gave it a B. Um, yeah, just really solid. It's really solid. I would for me, it's not a standout track, um, but it's it's a good it's a good rock song. Damn yeah. good rock song. Yep. All right. All right. Next up, we got My Blue Tears with Simon LeBon. So. And that's an original. And that is an original of hers. She's done, mm-hmm. I guess, a couple times before. And Simon LeBon is the singer for Duran Duran. Yes. So I will tell you personally, I gave it an A, man. Yep. I thought it was I thought it was a great run. I thought it was a very good song. Uh that could easily be a single as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um very again for for my homeland. Very Scottish, very Irish, very Yeah. I I I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. A for me. Next up, we've got one of my favorite songs just in general, uh, What's Up, with Linda Perry, the uh, founder and lead vocalist for Four Non Blondes. Uh, This is pretty much their one-hit wonder. Um, Linda did some guitars. Uh, She did the guitar work uh, on this. Um, She also showed this was another single, and they did a video for this. Um, I really enjoyed the shit out of it. It doesn't have that angst that the original does because that's I, not that's not Dolly's thing. Yep. Um, but she did a really good job on this. Really good job. Um, I gave it an A. I gave it a B. Okay. Just because the angst. Yeah. It didn't have it didn't have the oomph. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It had Dolly's light touch, and that's <laughs> that song speaks to me in a different manner than that you know what i mean yeah no you're right you're right it was different um if that was anyone else singing it i probably would have given it a b2 but yeah dolly got a little home field advantage on that i think okay okay uh track next. 25 track Whew. 25 man we're barreling through these things um you're no good with cheryl crow and emmy lou harris what's your turn <clears throat> Again, there is something from the production, from the arrangement part of this. Something was missing. Um, I, I, I always say this. Emmy Lou Harris has a fantastic, beautiful, wonderful voice, but I can't stand any of her songs. It's just something about her songs are trash. Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow, come on. Awesome. Um, but there was something missing on this on this song. It was kind of a throwaway for me. I gave it a C. I gave it an A, man. I mm. gave it an A and a standout track. I loved it. Wow. Absolutely loved it, dude. Mm. I, I, I that's that's a classic song to me, done with three very classic ladies mm-hmm. that 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 fuck, man. Hell yeah. I loved it. Sorry yeah. that you didn't, man. I loved it. Yeah. I, again, individuals, I like them a lot. Um, just something was missing on this. Uh, 
it's a throwaway track for me. All right. Track 26. Heartbreaker with Pat Benatar and Neil Girardi. I liked it. Yeah. I gave it an A. Eh, I, I gave it an A. I liked um, it. I, I gave it a B. Again, and here's... I think part of what's going on with this, with this album for me, <clears throat> is fatigue. So I'm starting to get into this album, and I'm looking at here, I'm like, fatigue. That's why I say they should have released it in three separate components, or volume yeah. one, volume two, volume three. Man, there's a, yeah. it's it's a lot to chew. It's yeah, a lot. So keep that in mind, guys. Thirty tracks. It's a lot to chew. Mm-hmm. You are yeah. getting a lot for your money. Don't get it wrong. But it's still to sit down and listen to this album. It's it's some time, man. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have some favorites. You're gonna have some non favorites. But it's it's a lot to chew. It mm-hmm. really, really is. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's see. Ooh, next. Hot take time. Bittersweet. Um, another original with Michael McDonald. I gave it a B. It is what it is. I, I and I would skip and I would skip this track. It could be a C, but it, I, it's, 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 I didn't see anything super wrong with the track. I just it's just no. I would. I, I, would, I yeah. I, I I gave it an F. Ooh, this brutal. was absolute trash. Trash. Michael McDonald could fuck up a fucking pancake. Like, he's awful. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's about accurate. Um, Uh, Brutal. I, if I never hear his voice again, you could, yeah, I couldn't have been, I couldn't be happier. I grew, trash. I, dude, I grew up around that shit. So I get it. Ah, uh, boy, moving on from that <laughs> fucking disaster. Uh, I dreamed about Elvis with Ronnie McDowell. Is this an original? This was an original. Um, Ronnie McDowell was real popular in the seventies. I think. And uh, people compared to him a lot to Elvis and stuff like that. Um, he's got some really good hits. Um, stand up, stand up, gentlemen. Um, and this was a fun song. This was a fun song. Um, storytelling song where Dolly has a dream and she's met up with Elvis and all this stuff. Real funny. Um, and then they end it with uh, I Will Always Love You. A real, you know fun upbeat version of it so good um i gave this i gave this an a i love this song i gave it an a as well man i thought yeah. it was a really fun song really cool song uh very uh very cool fucking jam man uh, just a really cool concept of a song um i loved it yep all right well i think we are down to our last two songs from the original release um, this, uh, this song was also released as a single and it was let it be with Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. Go ahead. I liked it. 
I gave yeah. it a name. Yeah. I gave it a name. Very I, I I don't think in any way there was any disrespect done to the song. I think it uh it turned out very, very, very well. Um I'm I'm here for it, man. I thought it was a really good uh a really good put together. No, completely agree. Um it was great that the uh last surviving Beatles were were in on it. Um, I like Paul's contributions to it. Um, just, and again, it's a fantastic song. It's one of my favorite Beatles songs. Um, yeah, beautiful. A, A all day, A all day. And then last but not least, uh, free bird with, um, vocals by Ronnie Van Zant and, uh, Gary Rossington was on this and um, Artemis Pyle's band, the Artemis Pyle band, uh, filled out the rest. I really liked it. I like that there was a there was rumors going around that they were trying to get Ronnie's voice used in it. And there was, you know, legal shit going on with it. Um, I was really glad that they were able to add that to it. Um, it didn't seem out of place. It didn't seem weird or anything like, ah, that's good. I really enjoyed it. I did not. This was probably my least favorite track on the album. Wow. Uh, I gave it a C. Hold I on. Not, oh, wait, I... Real quick, real quick. You you disliked Freebird worse than Bittersweet? Eh, bittersweet was just what it was. Bittersweet. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but anyways, no, yeah. dude, I, 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 I didn't like the arrangement at all. I mm. absolutely hated it. Heard yelling, I'm a free bird. I'm a free bird in the end and shit. Dude, mm. That shit ain't working for me, dude. <laughs> yeah, It wasn't working for me, dude. I'm just like, no, no, no. I, I'm almost positive. If my dad heard that, it would probably piss him off. <laughs> because my dad is a huge Leonard Skinner fan. And yeah. I, it did, it did not work for me, dude. Um, yeah, it's it's not as raw and aggressive and stuff, um, but I think it worked for me. It worked. It did not um, work for me. Yeah. No, it did not work for me. I think it's a great closer. I think uh, song wise, it's a I great think, choice for. A closer. I think I think it made sense for being a closer. Not to mention, if it once again, if we did this in volumes, mm-hmm. volume one would end at Purple Rain. Volume two would end at. Um, Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. Volume three would end at Freebird. That makes sense. All that yeah. makes sense. You know, yeah. f- phenomenal songs. Any one of those songs could be, you know, the greatest rock song of all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. With that being said, there was a, there was some extra tracks I on okay. some other releases. I don't know that you got to hear any of them. I did not. So going out there, I know there's a version of Jolene I think is done with Monoskin. I haven't listened to that. Um, there's a couple other things, but one of the ones that intrigued me most was uh, an Eddie Money cover of uh, Two Tickets to Paradise. Mm-hmm. Total fucking mess, man. Oof. Brutal. It's it, it hurt to listen to it. What was off about it? 
everything. It was everything. Horrible. It was horrible, dude. Absolutely horrible. I really wish she would not have done that. Like it's her, her business, her life, man. But this is, I can just one good. I can understand why it wasn't included on the main album. Yeah. Now, did she do that with anyone? I don't know. I, okay. I, 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 I didn't. Once I got to hearing it, man, like once you hear the intro, you're going to be like, oh, man. Okay. That's... Eddie's dead, correct? Yeah. Dude. Eddie, yeah. Yeah. You ever seen? No. I did. I got to see him at the casino for free. Nice. And me and my dad and Kate all went and, uh, he was not doing so well, man. But at the end yeah. of the day, I got to see him, and it was a good show. I had a yeah. good time and reliving some of some. He had so many great hits, man. Mm-hmm. So many fucking great hits. We used to have a local band here in Columbus that would play a uh, shaking fucking like on the money, dude. And the yeah. guy would play. You remember that new guitar I just picked up, the Mockingbird? Mm-hmm. This guy had an all fucking wood, like Koa fucking Mockingbird, man, elite fucking U.S. model that he used to play with. I see it fucking, oh, God, man. And this dude would get out there and get it, man. Nice. But, uh, so yeah, man, uh, like it, it definitely, fatigue definitely sets in on this album. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, and it's, and it's, it becomes a lot to listen to. It becomes a lot to chew. Um, so with that being said, I mean, I think it's about time we take our overall rating. And what would you give this thing, man? I do listen to this album still quite a bit. Um, You're not not listening to all 30 tracks. No, no, there's definitely some skips in here. Um, satisfaction, bittersweet. Um, um, the one with Jones Jet, hate myself for loving you. Um, those are definitely skippables. I can't see me giving it less. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight and a half. Yeah, Ouch. I'm sticking with eight and a half, maybe a nine. Like I'm, I'm. Ouch. Yeah. Are it's you not, serious? Yeah, it's not a perfect album. It's a phenomenal album. <sighs> I just can't. I can't give it a ten. I love this album a lot. I'm, I'll the give movie, it a nine. You're giving. I'll it gi- a nine. I'm giving it a nine. But that's your final the, offer. Nine is my final offer. The stuff on here that I think is bad, it's just bad. And I can't give it I can't give it a perfect 10. There's a lot of good stuff on here, and then there's a lot of stuff like I just I'm not going to go back to this album. I'm not. Right. I, I, I wouldn't I, expect I, you to. It's just, it's just too much fatigue on this for me, man. And like even the tracks that stood out, they're not something I would catch myself listening to every day. Yeah. But damn, they're good. But man, what's on here is really, really good. So for me, it's just like, I can't give it an eight because an eight means I would listen to it again. Hmm. I would seek out more. 
but I can't give it a fucking, you know, a shit score because it's a bad album. It's not a bad album. Break your own rules. I don't know what to say on this thing, man. I'm with, I'm with, straight up because of the fatigue, because there was so many different nuances throughout the albums. And some of those songs held sacred were kind of, you know, more or less not my cup of tea. I'm giving it a seven. Okay. I'm giving it a seven. I can't, I can't. There's, there's good stuff on here as far as me going back and listening to it, that's probably not going to happen. Right. Will it's I, definitely what, not your wheelhouse. Will, will, will I end up hearing it once I buy it for my wife? Probably. Yeah. Is it going to bother me? Probably not. You know what I mean? I could tolerate it. It's just not my cup of tea. And once again, I mean, what's on here is there's a lot of good stuff on here, man, but it's, that's a seven, dude. That's a okay. seven. That's a seven, man. All right. Take All it right. to the bank. Happy 50th episode. You too, my friend. Happy 50th. It's been a great episode. ride. It's been a great run. So let's uh let's wrap this thing up with the albums we're getting next week. Yes, sir. So I have made this a little bit more apparent to you earlier tonight. Mm -hmm. You are going to get Sleep's Holy Mountain. I know that listen to some of the stoner doom thing isn't your big thing mm. but i i think this is this is a this is a this is a phenomenal album phenomenal 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 album um whether you're into this style of music or not um but the name of the album is holy mountain the name of the band is sleep i okay. hope you enjoy thank you thank you and you, my friend, I'm giving you something a little different. Um, is by one of your favorite artists, and it is a byproduct, if you would, of one of your favorite albums by this artist. And it is Don't Don't Be Gay. The Village People. No, Tom Petty, the uh it's called Finding Wallflowers. It's the alternate versions of a lot of the Wallflowers album uh, with some extra with some extra things. I think there's 16 tracks on this. Um, and then the version I have is on beautiful gold vinyl. Look at that. Look at that. It's beautiful. It's so good. Nice. Yeah. Tom um, Petty, Finding Wallflowers. Mm -hmm. It's alternate versions of uh, that album. Uh, really want to know what you think. I know that Wallflowers is both me, one of, you know, both of our favorite, you know, Petty albums. And I would love your input on some of the, you know, the nuances in there and some of the songs that weren't on there. Okay. All right. Well, that Sweet. sounds like we've uh, set ourselves up for next week. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, if you like what you see here, hit that bell down below, 
like, comment, subscribe. You can catch us on all your favorite podcast streaming services. Um, the uh, just thank you so much for staying with us. It's been fifty fun fun episodes we hope to continue to bring you another 50 uh we'll start making plans for the season finale which should be coming before too long um so any suggestions on what you would like to see us discuss as far as a season finale goes uh scott i was speaking with him the other day from uh uh summit for the people and uh He's got another project going on. I can't remember what they're calling themselves. But anyways, uh, he come by to pick up a couple amps, and he was explaining to me that he had talked to you about some way of comparison of the Misfits and KISS. Okay. I said, I said, man, that would be a bit of a great discussion considering there's just both, both bands have had a lot of drama. You know what I mean? And they've been around since, you know, the 70s mm-hmm. so i thought yeah maybe maybe we'll discuss that or whatnot yeah we'll flesh out some topics see if it makes sense and we'll go from there all righty well thanks right. again folks for uh tuning in i'm tone that's bruce bruce you got anything else for us uh just piggyback on what you said thanks guys we appreciate it um and we will see you next week All right. See you guys next week. Take care. See ya.